Greetings and welcome back to another episode of The Marriage Chronicles. This is your girl Naila and because I am unaware of what time you're listening to this, good morning, good afternoon, and good evening to you. So today for me is Tuesday, November 30th, 2021. It is 11.08 a.m. Okay, so you guys, Today, I'm coming to talk about vision, purpose, you know, things like that. I heard um, Miles Monroe um, say a quote. I've also heard someone else say this as well. Um, So I'm not sure if it's his quote or someone else's, but I heard someone say, whatever makes you angry is what you were born to solve. That's your assignment. And when when he said it, the first time he said it, because I, I, I was listening to a message of his, and I was on my second time in a row listening to it, because anytime you, know, you hear something great or you hear someone who has uh, great wisdom, well, me, whenever I hear someone who has great wisdom, I will listen to that thing on repeat because um, a lot of times you don't hear everything, you know, Um, you might be distracted for a moment or you might um, just miss it, you know, just just miss it. And the the second, third time that you're listening to it. something that he said before even you might have heard it might impact you differently and so the second time that i heard him say it the first time he said it i uh, i documented it i took a note of it um i typed it out and the second time i heard it it literally brought tears to my eyes. The first time it impacted me to hear it, but the second time it impacted me to tears because I heard him say, that's your assignment. That's what you're here to do. And it felt so personal um, when he said that Um, because a lot of times us in life, we are always saying, you know, some people are always saying, well, what am I here to do? What is my purpose? What, What have I been called to do? And that is the truth. Whatever makes you like extremely angry, it doesn't make everybody else angry, but that thing makes you, it impacts you a certain way, Um, basically provokes you to change it. Do you get what I'm saying? Um, And so that's what you're called to do. And as you all know, divorce makes me angry. Divorce, literally, and not just not just since I've been put in this situation, you guys, this has been, uh, once it was introduced into my life, I've always hated divorce. Before I, I learned myself that God really hates it. Um, I knew it was something that was frowned upon. But um, once I started to read for myself and really began to understand, oh, this just isn't something that I hate. This is something that 
God hates as well. And so my mission, you guys, is to um, is to redefine covenant and 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 help build kingdom marriages because what what we need to understand is that marriage is a kingdom thing now yes sure a lot of other people do it a lot of people come into it but i feel like when you know what covenant is when you know why covenant was created you will take that thing more seriously as far as going into it and then retaining and staying in it. Do you get what I'm saying? Retaining that covenant. Um, because a lot of people come into it and they say all these nice, pretty words, um, and then they have clauses. You know, they don't say the clauses. That's the jacked up part about it. When you're standing at the um, altar, no one stands there and says, um, Till death do us part unless you don't fulfill this in me, unless you don't make me happy, unless um, you have this thing which is which is a a a um, a deal breaker for me. No one stands at the altar and says that. Yet it is always in the back of their mind that you know. I have deal breakers, and if this is broken, I, I'm not going to stay through that. You know, I'm not going to be able to, and I won't, and I won't tolerate it. You get what I'm saying? That is not covenant, <clears throat> because covenants are only broken um, in death. A real covenant, I'm going to say that again, a real covenant is only broken if one or both parties die. That is the only way covenant is broken. Now, a relationship can be broken, you know, whatever, hey, whatever. But real true covenant is not, it does not have all these different clauses and things. And, and, and you recall when they asked Jesus, you know, about divorce. Well, why was divorce? Why did it say write a letter of divorcement? And why did it, well, Jesus explained that was because of your hardened hearts. But from the beginning, it was not so. This was not how covenant was created. It's something that was allowed due to the hardness of your hearts it does not please the lord but it is what he will allow because of your hardened heart which is something that you are not supposed to have as a child of god you're not supposed to have a hardened heart and i was thinking back um and you guys if you hear the click clack of my mouse the rolling on my chair the tapping of my keys know i'm at work and that's what's up um but i thought back at this moment in time when uh, an uncle of mine was passing and he wanted to see all of us and talk to all of us but you know of course all us cousins and and family we're all in different states different different cities whatever whatever so everybody couldn't make it there to him but what we instead, what we did was we came together on a video call. 
and we added, we, we just added, we all joined through a video call. And he was able to talk to us through that video and see us, actually physically see us even though we weren't there, right? And I just remember after that call ended, a cousin of mine asked me, he said, how did that feel? Um, talking to him and, 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 and seeing him at that weak point and, and how did that make you feel to sit there and talk to him like nothing happened? Because years ago when we were kids, there was a very devastating moment that happened. Um, he was, you know, he had a drug problem. And so, you know, with most people who have drug problems comes temper issues. Like when you have, you just, any little thing can set you off. And there was a situation. It got really, really bad because we were uh, living, me, my mom, my sister, my brother, we were living at my great grandmother's house uh, with him. He was always, I mean, also living there too. And so he had a, a system, a certain way that things had been done because he had been living there for years, for as long as I could remember. And so when we came in, we did certain things differently, which caused him to abrupt, erupt and go off, you know, on us. It was very, very bad. It was very detrimental. Um, it was just very, very bad how it went down because he did end up going to jail. He did end up, you know, having this this situation with my mom that was very dangerous and hurtful, especially for us to watch happen. It was an abusive moment. And I never forget, my mom said to us, she said, now, I need y'all to remember that that's my brother. And even though, you know, this happened, you know, I need you all to forgive him. That is still your uncle and you still have respect for him. That's still your uncle. You still love him. You forgive him. When he comes around, you treat him like nothing ever happened. You treat him the same as though this situation right here never happened. Now that right there was, in, and, and I told my cousin that. Uh, it didn't make me feel any type of way. I, I forgave him years ago. Mommy didn't allow us to hold grudges. Mommy didn't allow our hearts to be hardened. Mommy would nip that thing in the bud. And, and I appreciate um, her for that, for instilling that in us, because instilling that in me from a very, very young age made me... Um, a better wife. Why? Because if my husband did something and he snapped on me and, and whatever else, and even now in his absence, even though he's left and he hasn't said anything to me, I still respect that man because he is my husband. I still love him because he is my husband and I don't hold grudges. Therefore, my heart is not hardened towards him. Is my, are, are my feelings hurt sometimes? 
Absolutely, because I am human. But do I hold my feelings about him against him to a point where I'm so restrictive to where he could not even come back if he wanted to? No. Hardness of heart, it, it is, it is, it, it, it's associated with hatred. So if you, if your heart is hardened, that usually has to do with hate or something you can't get over. You can't put your feelings aside to understand that this person is human and to understand that some people have, you know, they've allowed drugs to come in, different things come in, and that that is a portal to the devil. That is an opening. Anytime you are doing something that goes against the word of God, that is a portal for Satan and his and his demonic um, army to come in and access your life. So it's it's very important not to give him access because then he 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 is permissible. He Satan is very um, uh, legal. He he's about um, he's legalistic. He's all about making sure that he goes by the rules and some of the rules you don't even know therefore you're giving him access because of your ignorance what does the word of god says it says the people perish for lack of knowledge when you don't know something your enemy or whoever else can capitalize off of that and they can gain a foot up on you they can win the battle because of your ignorance and so um, when it, when it comes down to um, I, I feel like when it when it comes down to covenant um, I, I kind of got off base uh, I'm trying to trying to catch back where I'm where I'm going with this but um, when people go into something as big as covenant without a, a, a true understanding of what they're coming into, it causes death, a sense of death. Um, divorce is death. Uh, divorce is it's, it's death of not the covenant. Uh, because unless you truly die, that covenant is still in place. As long as you live, that covenant is in place. What I mean by by divorce is a death. It's it's a death of of what of what was created by the two of you coming together. Um, but it's not a true death. It's more of a, of an emotional. Uh, death, a tearing apart that was premature. It's a premature death, but it's not the true death that would cause the covenant to be broken, if that makes sense. So when you come into a, a covenant and you don't even realize it's a covenant, you just think it's the next level to your relationship and 
you 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 go into a marriage you might have been with this person for seven eight years with no problems but then you come into a marriage which is a covenant and then you wonder why the attacks have advanced it's not because you weren't supposed to get married it's not it's actually the opposite it's actually um an attack against god because remember um the devil is anti-Christ. He's anti. He's against anything Christ-driven, God-driven. He is the opposite. He does not want a kingdom marriage to happen. That is a covenant. He does not want you to come into covenant. Now, if you're not married and you're with this person for seven, eight years, you, that is and, and you're having sex with this person, that's fornication. That goes against God, right? And so he doesn't mind you doing that. Keep doing that. That's fine. You're not going to feel an attack because it's it's his silence on that is really his encouragement on it. His non-movement uh, or, or attack on you is um, is basically his agreement with it. Now, if you notice, once a person comes into a marriage, that's when certain attacks start happening. That is because the devil is not in agreement with covenant, which is kingdom based, which is God created. So we have to understand covenant so then we can master it. Do you get what I'm saying? So then we, so then there aren't a lot of vulnerable places for the devil to come in and attack. See, but we think that we don't got to even know, you know, all these different things. I know, I know things now that I did not know when I uh, came into my covenant, but guess what? That you not knowing doesn't void out the covenant. <laughs> Just like when people come in and 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 uh, a record company signs them and they don't read the um, they don't read what they're signing that they, they don't read the documents they don't understand the documents so they just say yeah 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 because they know that it, uh, unless they sign this agreement they can't go forward with what they're wanting to do so they're just like yeah 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 okay uh, yeah you know I'm not gonna get the money I'm not gonna get the advances I'm not gonna get the the popularity the the, the fame all these different things that come with it unless I sign this agreement so regardless if I understand it or not I'm just gonna sign this agreement does it make it void? No, that's actually when people find out what is in there, what is what is in that written document is when something goes wrong and they think they're about to get out of it. That's usually when you find out all the small print is when you're trying to get out of it, right? Because until that, that problem exists, it's not going to come up. It's not going to come up. It's, it's there to make sure that you do what it is they're wanting you to do. That's what that signed document is, is that regardless of what you feel like today or tomorrow, you still have to fulfill this contract. That's the word I'm looking for, contract. And so people go into covenant not understanding it. 
and feeling like, well, I didn't know this about this person I went into this with. I didn't know this about your personality. I didn't know that you were difficult first thing in the morning. I didn't know that you had a drug problem. I didn't know you were an alcoholic. I didn't know you were a narcissist. That does not void out the covenant just because it was something you were unaware of. If anything, you find ways to fulfill the covenant. You find ways to work on that thing with, with, without breaking it. Because you understand now that you're in a covenant. Now let me let me let me let me tell you something. A, a a covenant with God is more important and more vital than any document, lease, contract that you will sign with anyone here on this earth. But yet no one takes it this seriously. This is why I know that I am sent here um, to do what I am doing now which is redefine, which is just go back over what is already set there to redefine what covenant is to help others build kingdom marriages. I didn't just, just my husband didn't leave and that made me mad and to, to, and hate divorce. No, I've always hated divorce. I've always said that I will do this. I don't want to that I've always said that I don't want to be married more than once that once I do it, you know, this is forever. <laughs> and that was actually something that my husband and I I just assumed that if we were getting married that we both had the same understanding. But I remember it was months after we were married and um, we were talking and I said, oh, well, shoot, if anything happened, we're just going to have to work it out because this is forever. And I remember him getting upset like, wait, so you mean to tell me if this doesn't work out, then uh, you're not going to want to grant me a divorce? Like, you mean to tell me that if I'm not feeling this anymore, that that's it? And you mean to tell me if I, if, if it's somebody else, you know, and, that, and I was just like, absolutely, that's what I mean. And I just remember him being frustrated. I'm thinking, dang, this is something that you should have told me <laughs> before we went into this covenant, you know, and he was probably thinking the same thing. Well, you doggone it. You should have told me this before. But to me, in my mind, that was just common sense. That was just, yeah, if we're going into this, you know, we're, we're, we're doing this forever, ever. <laughs> You know what I'm saying? Um, there, there are no irrecable, in irrecable. What is what? Y'all know what I'm I'm saying? That word I'm trying to say. Irreconcilable, irreconcilable differences. Why can't I say that today? Irreconcilable differences. Okay. Um, there is none of that. And, and, and that just means uh, conflicting or at odds, uh, representing um, findings or points of view that are so different from each other that they cannot be made compatible. 
that you cannot at any point and see and that's that's the hardening that that's all that is is the, is is what what Jesus was talking about is the hardening of your heart that's all irreconcilable differences are it's just a hardening of your heart that i cannot um compromise or find a middle ground with this person to where we just can't we just agree to disagree agreeing that we disagree is the only thing that we agree on and so we're going to dissolve this marriage is not just a piece of paper it is not it's much deeper than that so when people can look at it and say it's just a piece of paper you know and when they can say that it it simplifies it to a point of being something we can rip up we can burn it it's just a piece of paper if it's just a legal thing then you can get out of legal disputes right you can get there there's little clauses little things that help you get out of these things but if we are thinking about covenant Baby, um, are you dead? Is that person dead? No? Okay, well, look here. They not dead, that covenant still exists. That covenant still exists. It still exists. The word of God talks about um, how, how a woman should not, you know, separate from her husband. But if she does, she should remain single. But if he, you know what I mean, when it comes to putting away and things like that, if your husband, you know, puts you away or divorces you or whatever, do you get what I'm saying? It talks about, um, it says very detailed things about how afterwards then, then you're committing adultery and this and that. But there's also another part in the Bible that talks about uh, um, the unbelieving spouse versus the believing spouse and if the unbelieving spouse walks away to let him um and then if 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 they are um if they want to stay then you let them stay you get what i'm saying but it also says that if they walk away and they leave then you the brother or the sister that is left then you are not um held to that you're not under bondage of that anymore if you remarry then that's not committing adultery because that was you stayed and you were true to your to your commitment we can't control other people we cannot control their actions um so yeah you know everyone has the 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 will their own will or whatever but um yeah, y'all don't know how I got off into all the details of it, but just knowing, having some type of clue of what you are called to do or wanting to do, um, that's big. But when you, when you know that you know that this is what you're called to do, it makes it that much more delightful. It makes it that much more easier. Um because everybody doesn't get mad about divorce. Everybody don't everybody's not called to to do what I'm doing. Everybody's not everybody's not going to agree with it. Some people look at me and think I'm stupid. 
I remember <laughs> this this is something else that that I was thinking uh back to. I remember my husband and I we got into an argument one time and he said something that made me so angry it provoked me. Um he said I'm just, I said something about, uh, I'm just trying to be the best wife I can be to you or something to that extent. And he said, you don't know blank about being a wife. And he said it so hard and so angry. And I said, I just got quiet. I just got quiet. And it, 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 it provoked me to, to, to search out to furthermore search out how to be a good wife. Um, and then I realized later that um, that was a good wife uh, in his eyes or a good wife based off of what his first one was like or something today. You get what I'm saying? And... So yeah, it it you know it provoked me to 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 action. It provoked me to a point of action, and that is all these things that make you angry are doing. They are provoking you to an action. They are provoking you to change something. So. It's that simple for you all out there who feel like, well, you know, this person's called to do this, this person's called to do that, and da 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 da. I don't know what I'm called to do. What really makes you angry above everything else? Think of what that is. Is it something that 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 goes with the will of God? If it's something that goes with the will of God, then you know that that's what you're called to do. But if it's something that opposes the will of God, then that's not your calling. Okay, whatever upsets you to a point of action or to a point of, oh, why is no one else? You know, you're called to solve that issue. You're here on this earth you were born to cultivate to change to impact this particular subject or thing simple that's it so anyway you guys i'm gonna go ahead and get back to work because i'm so passionate about about marriage and covenant and and divorce and things like that i'm i'm so so passionate about this subject that i could go on and on and on and therefore not get my work done and that's not good so anyway you guys I just wanted to come on here and to 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 provoke you into um, thinking of what that is that you're here and you're called to impact and to change all right you guys keep your attitudes in check know that God loves you I do too remember to think about things that anger you, that you are here to impact and change. Go forward with it. This is the last day of no excuses, November, but I would ask that you keep that same heart posture going forward throughout this year and the rest of your years. All right. Love you so much, you guys. Keep your attitudes in check. And until next time, peace.
Instagram? Follow me at the Marriage Chronicles underscore for updates on when new episodes are available and much more. See you there.